0: The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Hit
1: the shot from half court. MVP of all sports, coach, put me in the game. You know I'm the truth on the field. It up. Competition, know the deal, coach, put me in the game. Woo, 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 yeah, coach,
0: put me in the game. Coach, put me in the game. Welcome to the game. coach, Staley. Coach.
2: Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back to the Staley and English show Featuring Coach Kurtz I'm your man, Coach English And I'm in the building We are in full force today Coach Staley and Coach Kurtz We are back at 100 for the first time In the last couple of months Coach Staley, how does it feel to be back at 100?
0: Oh man, all is, oh, it feels great to have everyone back on the show We know Micah's going through this brand new element of his life called Fatherhood. So he's <laughs> been, he's been, man, just just going through elements that I guess he couldn't even imagine. Um, so we're really glad to have everything back, everyone back on and looking forward to a great show. How things been going with you? Man, it's been dope, man. Just got off the road. You know how the AAU
2: universe works. Uh went down to the Phenom uh summer havoc. Team went 6-1, and one. Uh, average point margin of victory was 16, so games weren't exactly easy, but they, they, they uh, the team played well, and uh, just been enjoying spending time with my kids, got my kids for the summer, they've been on the road with me, and other than that, man, you know, stay continuing, continue to be blessed by God, Just just bought a new car, finally, after years, so, you know, been blessed, been blessed. So, oh, you bought it. What kind of car did you buy? Uh, sixteen Ford Fusion. It's actually uh, pretty. I got a pretty good deal on it. So, it's lo- really low miles and payments are right within my range. So, it's really really cool, man. I, and I actually like the car. So, I think that you should, if you're gonna pay for something, let it be something that you like. So, <laughs> I actually like it. So.
0: You seem like a, a Fusion guy though you See seem like here, we guy. here we go Here we go No I'm just saying you seem like one of those guys That would ride around in a Ford Fusion You seem like that See so, Josh
2: we're we not going to do this today I've been feeling really good about my car So just leave me alone I
0: bet car. you I, What is it what color is it I bet you it's, it's like navy blue isn't it
2: You close but it's not navy blue <laughs> It's that royal blue
0: I knew
1: it I knew it <laughs> I knew it Hey I'm not mad at you coach e. I mean uh, 2016 You can't you can't hide money dog I see you <laughs> You got a newer car Than all of us So
2: hey. hey Hey I tried I tried to do Without a car payment And my My gallant, It just went down on me I couldn't do anymore with it And I tried Kept trying to put work in it Put work in it And it just The money you put in that You might as well put into a new car So Went ahead and did that But uh, I ain't mad at you. As, Mike, the, you. as the yeah, as the audience has heard, Micah's uh, back. Welcome yeah. back, Micah.
1: No comment. He said it. no comment. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it good to be back. I'm sure, I missed
2: you. Sure. Miss <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on, Micah? Man, I see you doing. You got things with Vertimax. You got the podcast. Another podcast. What's going? Tell me. Tell everybody what you got going on, man.
0: I just seen a picture with you and the, and, and Eric yeah
1: from the, the heat. Like, what's what's good with life, man? What are you holding out on us, kind of just trying to follow in your guys' footsteps. <laughs> just, uh, just, I mean, I'm just trying to fake it till I make it. You know how it is. <laughs> so, yeah, things are good though. Things are good. Obviously, like Coach Staley said, baby Mia, baby Mia is uh, still. Little over nine weeks old now, so I mean it's just shout out to you guys and shout out to all the fathers and the mothers out there because it is a whole nother world when you got a baby, so it's <laughs> not stopping. My wife Whitney, is doing an unbelievable job, and uh it's a whole not- whole other respect for her and for all the mothers and fathers out there for sure but um but yeah, things are good, things are good with uh Vertimax was down here shooting a video a couple of months ago, and the video finally came out. Um, video turned out well. They make they they, they definitely could uh, edit it to make me seem like a better speaker than I really am. So I appreciate them. Shout out to them for <laughs> the good edits. And then uh, I was down in Miami this week, and I actually uh, did a segment on a local TV station down there about uh, youth training. Um, Friday morning, and then went to a went to a gala with my brother to one of his classmates was uh, doing a fundraiser event to benefit a special needs school in there in Miami. And Eric Spolster was there, and I got to hang out and talk to him for a little while. Good people, for sure. So life is good. Can't complain. Just just wish uh wish I was able to be around you guys and be on this podcast more often.
2: Hey man, anytime you're on, we are blessed. That's all I can say. You need to balance out this Josh situation sometimes. Sometimes I need you, dog. Sometimes I need you.
1: The guy's a bully.
0: <laughs> Yo, I'm definitely I'm definitely not a bully. <laughs> all I'd asked you was, would you drive a royal blue? Jeep See, no, no. You said. Now, listeners, now I'm listen. Listening. I want the
2: listeners to understand over time. This story is going to change over the next couple of episodes. I just want to say, I'm going to come back to this. I'm going to reference what I said because it's going to change into the next thing you know I'm driving a pink something somewhere doing Pilates or something. I know it's going to change.
0: Nah, right. nah. I know, <laughs> you t- got, I know you got a workout, Matt, in your trunk. <laughs> see, and you probably pull over the side I mean? of the road
1: or- Coach E, you know Josh too well because I could see that that's, in that episode he's gonna be like, so Coach E, tell us about that uh yellow uh that yellow Volkswagen buggy you're driving.
0: Yeah. I, bet, I mean, no, nah, I think it's tight, dog. I think it takes I mean, I think it's tight. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh, Keep going. Keep on. Nah, no, look, 2016. <laughs> it's newer. Like like Micah said, it's newer than what I got. But I put y'all have put all the pressure on me. But Micah clearly said he had no comment <laughs> whether he would drive <laughs> a, a fusion it's, it's, or not. I mean, that's cool though. Like I, I like. I'm, I'm, I bet you it's great on gas. Probably like got the got the, got the dad view from it. So hey, man. Anyway, good.
2: You know, we, we, we let's move on.
0: Now let's All move right, on to some let's current. Let's get started,
2: defense. man. Let's get started. All right, so there was an abundance of moves in the uh, NBA free agency. Which one, which free agency or trade move did you like the most? And we'll start with you, Josh.
0: All right, so obviously being a big-time LeBron fan, as I had to so eloquently defend him on this show. Not gonna say who I was arguing with, but I really like what the Lakers did. I mean, all of the moves have been pretty exciting. This has probably been the most exciting overall free agency we've seen um, in a while with like so many moves, like three plus blockbuster trades. So, but I really like what the Lakers did. I didn't really want them to go after a third like superstar um like a Kawhi even though they did but I, I cuz I think that would have hindered the 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 development and growth of Kuzma but I think the Lakers are instantly a contender if not almost the favorite I with the landscape of the league next year I think they are the favorites to um win it all next year the Clippers did some good things also um obviously they got Kawhi and they were able to put a trade together and and, and get Paul George I think uh, that they have potential to have a, a really good team, but at the end of the day, they still are the Clippers. So they're going to have to prove to me that, you know, that, that, that they can do more than what the Clippers usually do, which is pretty much underwhelm me by the time playoff time comes around. But we will see um, now. And now you got, you got Westbrook in Houston. Now, everyone's screaming that Westbrook Houston is more dangerous now because Westbrook is better than Chris Paul. I concur. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster, he's younger. and um, But I am very, I was already intrigued to see how Paul and, and, and James Harden was going to work. But now I am very, very intrigued to see how two out of the last three MVPs and two of those guys, James Harden and, and, and Russell Westbrook, are very, 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 and a couple of more varies, ball-dominant guards. They're extremely ball-dominant. So I want to see how that's going to work. I know everyone's saying, oh, it's going to be great, but I know Westbrook isn't going to be a spot-up shooter, and I don't see James Harden doing this such, even though he's an exceptional shooter. So um, all if I had to rank the moves, I would say the Lakers, Clippers, Houston, Houston. Um, believe it or not i put the Celtics before Brooklyn simply because KD isn't going to be playing yet. So so that's that's my ranking of the free agents. I I really like what teams have done. I think the Celtics are going to be dangerous. Um the Miami Heat is one player away. The 76ers made some decent moves, but again, I don't think they really changed their landscape a whole lot. But what what do you think, Michael? What were some of your 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 favorite moves?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I mean, I love the Lakers lineup right now. There's still people are saying, "Oh, well, there's still a a couple players away." I mean, if I'm looking at their lineup right now, I mean, I I'm paper. I think they are the favorites for sure to come out of the West. And people, what 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 is? And I'm with you. I, I I'm a LeBron James fan, and the guy is the the model of of being able to sustain greatness over a long period of time, and I think it's funny how I was just reading an article yesterday or something about the best. Uh, there was a bunch, like ten ESPN columnists rating the best the best two way tandem in the league right now, and like seven out of ten of them Kawhi and Paul George, and I was like. How are they putting the – like, yes, Kawhi's a man. Paul George is a great player. But there's no way those two guys are better than LeBron and Anthony Davis. And another guy was like, oh, I got right now as the top players in the NBA, he's like, I got Anthony Davis ranked number five and LeBron James ranked number six. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? He was injured a little bit this past year, and all of a sudden people forget he's been – the top one or two player for the past 10 years in the NBA. He's not, he, he is no way, with Kevin Durant out right now, there's no way he's less than a top three player in the NBA. And it's, it's just funny that he, just because he didn't make the playoffs and he wasn't in the, line, in the spotlight for these past couple months in the playoffs, people forget who LeBron James is. And so that lineup with LeBron and AD, and like you said, uh, Coach Staley, by them not getting Kawhi, I mean, if they had signed Kawhi, they would have had to get every player to fill up a, a league minimum spot. They were able to pick up right. – they were able to pick – obviously, like you said, Kuzma being able to play. They were able to get DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins, I mean, the guy was still a, was still a player this year, and he was like seven months off of Achilles, uh, torn Achilles, like – yeah, and then he got, and then he injured his quad again in the pl- in the beginning of the playoffs. Like that guy was a super max player two years ago. That guy was an All NBA player two years ago. He's going to be better than he was last year. Demarcus Cousins is a huge pickup for the for the Lakers. Danny Green being able to spot up and shoot. Uh, I mean, I got to give a shout out to my guy uh, to my guy Quinn Cook. Uh, big pick. big great. Backup back great great teammate, great locker room guy that they're gonna have. Rajon Rondo was playing well until he got hurt last year. He's still he's still got a lot of game left. I mean, the Lakers, I love that team. I love that team right now. Um, so I'm excited to see. I, I think for sure they uh, they were the be- the best moves for sure. Um obviously Kawhi and Paul George, great, great uh Great moves. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out where uh, the Clippers basically gave away their entire future to the Thunder to try and win right. <laughs> interesting. I mean, I like the Thunders. Most. I mean, that's yeah, to be exciting. I mean, what do they got? They got, like, eight first-round draft picks in the next, like, three years. I mean, it's crazy, and I don't – and they're not – I highly doubt – they're gonna hold on to all of those eight picks. They're gonna they're gonna use those picks to try and get a, get a, make a couple of trades here or there, and be be back in contention in the next two or three years. So, I mean, I like what the Thunder did. Obviously, it's difficult being in a small market, and when Kawhi comes calling, Paul George, and say, hey, we'll win right now, and you can come back to L.A. I mean, uh, I, I can't hate on Paul George for going and doing that. Um, so I like what the Thunder did for letting him, giving him his wishes, but definitely playing the Raptors and playing the Clippers to get the absolute best they could get. And then I doubt Chris Paul is going to still be with the Thunder. So they're going to end up doing something to get more, more assets for Chris Paul. Um, so I mean, I think obviously the Thunder aren't going to be a contender this year or even the next year, but... As far as what we're talking about, free agent moves, I love what the Thunder did. And then I like the Sixers lineup as well. I like the Sixers lineup as well. I like what they did get getting uh, Warford. I know he's a little bit older as well and on the downside of his career. But um, it'll be their, their front line. Their front line is going to be tough when it's playoff time, how, how big and long and Athletic they are. That's going to be matchup problems everywhere for sure. And if they're talking about having to play against the Milwaukee Bucks, I mean, that's that that's the game plan right right now against Giannis is to be able to pack it in and make him shoot it, and he's going to struggle versus that Sixers lineup for sure. So um, if I had to rank it as far as immediately immediate impacts, I mean, I love the Lakers. I think the Sixers are right there to come out of the East this next year. I mean, obviously, you love what the Clippers did to be able to get Paul George and Kawhi, but I, I honestly don't see them... Uh, I don't think they're better than the Lakers right now or those teams that have chemistry with Portland still going to be tough, the Utah Denver, yes, sure. they're going to be tough. Um, so, I mean, and then third, I mean, I love what the... Like I said, I love what the Thunder did... Um, with being able to set up a small market game, and I love I love Russell Westbrook. I'm one of his biggest fans, but I don't know what the Rockets are doing. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't see that working. I mean, <laughs> Westbrook is a stud, but I mean he he shot at like 25 percent from three last year, so it's going to have to be Westbrook ball dominant, running the pick and roll, and turning James Harden into a spot up shooter, and James Harden like we all know is one of the greatest offensive players of all time but i, I don't know if you can win with just that where he, he hasn't won with just that i mean and and Westbrook when the ball's not in his, in his hands he might even be he might even be less of a less of a threat than 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 uh, Harden i mean he just he just hangs out and then he really can't shoot it even though i love his game and i love his competitiveness so I don't think the Rockets really helped themselves besides getting rid of the Chris Paul contract, but they picked up Westbrook's. Yeah, which is
0: nuts. And and before, Coach E, before you go, I want to make a couple of points. Um, I'm going to tell you why I like Boston. I do agree with you, Micah. Um, the 76ers lineup is big. is It is imposing. It is dangerous. But I'm going, I want you all to think about this. This is going to be the first time since Kyrie has left, so basically the last two years, because there was problems. People don't like to say that the Celtics didn't have internal problems, but they're going to be able to be coached all the way through. They, with outside of Kimba, they can start a lineup with everyone that's basically 6'8 or taller, 6'7 or taller, and can ultimately switch on everything. And you can have a guy like Hayward, Brown, and Tatum, that are all ball skilled, but not so so ball dominant, and be able to create vicious, vicious mis- mismatches with four four five ball screens, five four ball screens. So I think, and 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 with with their coach ability to coach, I think Boston is going to be dangerous. Ultimately, Philly um, is going to be a little favored. Milwaukee is going to be a little favored just from what they did. I think losing Brad. Um, 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 Brogdon is going to really hurt the Bucks, um unless they can get someone to fill that role but I think they're going to be dangerous I think the Pacers are going to be dangerous so it's the, I will say this parody is surely back in the NBA it is it is surely back it's I, it's, love,
1: it, I, I like what you said I love Kemba Walker I love yeah uh, yes. I'm sorry but I would take Kemba over uh, Kyrie any
0: day. yeah yeah he's, he's he's better for the locker room he's better for the morale of the team I like Kyrie's obviously highly skilled, but as coaches, we all know sometimes the skill can can poison the will. And um when you have that, the will of your team is not gonna be as strong as it possibly can be. And that's what happened to the Celtics. But I'm excited to see how skilled and defensively strong the Celtics could be. They're not gonna be as big inside. They're probably gonna have to find a utility big that can bang, rebound, rim run, and catch alleys. Hopefully they can find someone because losing um, Al Horford is going to be big. But with those guys on the floor, with Kimba, Brown, Tatum, and, and, and Gordon um, Hayward all on the floor, that's going to be dangerous. Because not can all of them beat you off the bounce. All of them are legitimate three-point shooters. So you have four legitimate three-point shooters on the floor that can also beat you with ball skills who aren't who don't mind giving the ball up. I think that's going to be very exciting. And last... I'm going to tell you what the Lakers, and a lot of of people, like you said, Mikey, how do you forget about LeBron? When he was healthy, the Lakers were in third in the West. I want you to think about this. They were third in the West before he got hurt. He got hurt, and ultimately they fell out of the playoff hunt. He tried to come back and help them, but he couldn't close the gap. So, boom, he shut it down for the rest of the season. But can you imagine what the ball screens are going to look like between Anthony Davis and LeBron? Like, what, what, what are you going to take away? Okay, we're not going to give him the jump shot. Anthony Davis can roll to the basket. Yeah, uh, then you got guys like Kuzma and 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 Green that is spotting up shoot? You still got Caldwell Pope. You Keep got, that. Cook. You got C- Cook who can shoot. He, his was, 40 percent. he shot 40% from three. But his was crazy about no. Cook. His was crazy, and I'm going to tell you why Cook's a, a, a great pickup for them. He's great for the locker room. He 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 got over the hump of not being able to knock down the spot up shot. Like he improved his jump shooting. You put him and Rondo on the floor, and you can have Cook spot up and shoot the ball. And, and and now you have extra ball handling because everyone plays this small ball. I think the Lakers are dangerous. I think the Lakers are dangerous. I think I love and this is and this and I know Coach E, you got to go. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. This is one of the first times that LeBron's role players and his in between guys have that San Antonio Spur danger to them, if that makes sense. Like, you always notice how, the, like, Danny Green was one of them. The Spurs' role player have that dagger ability, like the Patty Mills and, 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 and the Steven Jackson, even when those guys were there. Like, they had the ability to, to beat you. LeBron has that. I love Swish um, when, when, when J.R. Smith was with LeBron at, 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 at the Cavs, but we all know he's, he, what, he, he would have the mental lapse. So this year, LeBron has dangerous, game-defying role players like a, like a Quinn Cook who's played in, what, two NBA Finals, Danny Green, multiple NBA Finals, um, um, Rondo and, and Kuzla. And I think Kuzla is going gonna, is gonna to turn into a potential all-star this year just from the fact that he doesn't have to carry so much of the load that he can really stretch his legs out and play but coach e, what 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 do you think about the free agency man let me let you talk
2: uh, It's it's cool y'all boy I've been holding it down my voice being jacked up so yeah. <laughs> i don't mind uh but i agree with everything y'all said i don't think i can dispute or argue with any of the moves i do think uh, that the Clippers Will be a good I know it still remains To be seen But when you have Doc Rivers And then you have uh, A junkyard dog Like Beverly And um, Kawhi Who can play defense uh, On the perimeter and <clears throat> As well as Paul George Is, is an underrated Defender as well um, I think that They'll be formidable I don't think It's going to be An easy go For the Lakers um, I don't. No, not, at all. The not on, at all. The only thing I like about the Rockets' move for Westbrook is they basically only had to give up Chris Paul and some picks. But if they're trying to win now, uh, you know that guy's been trying to do everything from Dwight Howard to Chris Paul to now Westbrook. So he's just throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks. Um, uh, so I don't necessarily like the fact that you got. Um they said I think on average uh Westbrook and James Harden average one basket per game off of a cut. Which means they got mm. which means they have to have the ball in their hands. They're they one and two the ball. They're one and two in ball in ball in usage. They were ranked number one and number two in usage. And so, you know, how is that gonna work? Um I You would assume that Harden had to sign off on it, which means there had to be a conversation between the two of them. And the fact that they didn't have to give up Capella or Eric Gordon or some other pieces, I think they're still in good shape. It just, that combination of the two of them scares me. It's cool to talk about it. It's cool to talk about it. Hey man, it'd be good for us to play together. And then you get together and it's like, is this ninja going to pass me the ball at some point? Like, am I going to get it? So, although, <clears throat> excuse me, I do think Russ is a more willing passer than uh, than James Harden, um, but I, I just don't know. It might be somebody equated it to oil and gasoline, putting the both of them together. They're both flammable, so it could blow up at any point. Um, And I do, I did like... Uh, I did like um what Boston did in in basically Kyrie and uh replacing Kyrie with Kimba. You're, you're, you're replacing an uncoachable player with a coachable player. Um I think Kimba was was doing what he had to do in Charlotte because he was all they had. And now you're adding him to a young a pretty young team who really needed to get up from under that shadow of Kyrie and the way he played. Um, And I don't really know if I, if I liked what Brooklyn did, um, especially by giving up D'Angelo Russell. Um, I think they still needed him around, but you know, I don't know, but as a Homer, and I'm asking about your own teams as a Homer, I've had a lot of arguments with Knicks fans but I haven't I've loved exactly what they did. It's not going to equate the winning now. But they did not overpay for any but they didn't jump out the window when they didn't get KD for what they wanted him at not for what he was demanding for a player who had a ruptured Achilles who there is no guarantee what he's going to come back at. Um and then lastly, the La- and not lastly, but for, you know I did bring it up at first. I do agree with you guys on the moves by the Lakers. I think the best thing that happened to them was them not getting Kawhi. Because, like yeah. you said, then they had to fill it with a bunch of guys, just guys. So it would have been a Kawhi, LeBron, AD, and then a bunch of guys. Because you would have had to pay Kawhi. And um, who they were able to fill it with, Danny Green, You know, Boogie Cousins, if he continues to come along, you know, you've got some pieces and Boogie and AD have played together before. So, you know, you got good chemistry, good locker room. You got a young kid in Kuzma who actually gets the opportunity to develop. And I know I'm echoing everything you guys have said already. So, um, but I did. I I agree with everything you guys said. And, you know, that's just my two cents. Um,
1: What do you guys think? What do you guys think? We didn't talk too much about the Nets. I mean, I was I was shocked that uh I think first of all, I think KD's gonna come back and be the same maybe not the same player, but he's going to be Effective. a top five player yeah, yeah, in the yeah. NBA. Yeah. He's seven foot and extremely skilled and can shoot shoot the can shoot it out. He was never overly athletic. So maybe if he's uh Eighth of a step slower, it doesn't really matter because he's seven foot and you can get a shot any time. But I was shocked that KD would team team up. Like we said, Kyrie Irving is extremely skilled, but what we've seen at the end of his run with the Cavs and then obviously with the Celtics, his locker room presence and and team 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 teammate ability, whatever coachability, it looks like from the outside looking in, it leaves a lot to be desired. So I was surprised that KD would put the rest of his career in, in teaming up with a guy like that. I thought when KD got hurt, I thought KD would leave before he got hurt because he wanted to go and show that he can win without teaming up with the Warriors. When he got hurt, I thought he would re-sign with the Warriors, take that year off in rehab, and go try and make another run at it with the Warriors. Um, and then when he did get hurt and he was going to leave, I thought he would team up with Kawhi. And they said Kawhi called him to try and team up with him, and he ended up already wanting to team up with the Kyrie. I was shocked about that. What do you guys think about that? And do you think... That that's gonna work. Do you think they can win a they can win a title in Brooklyn in the next two, three, four years? Um, no,
0: I don't think they can win a title in Brooklyn in the next um, two, three, four years. Because I think we've seen enough of Kyrie to know who Kyrie is. A lot of people are like, and I'm not trying to be negative. Again, I think he's extremely skilled. But I think his skill poisons the will. And his skill poisons the will of the team. And because ultimately, he's not going to play in a manner that's best for the team. He's going to play in a manner that's best for him. A lot of people on the sports networks are afraid to say this because they don't want to rub guys the wrong way. But Kyrie plays very he – they're different players, but they play with the same mindset. He's very similar to Allen Iverson. Iverson, pound for pound, finger to toe, toe to head, was probably one of the most talented players to ever come through the NBA that we've ever seen. But he did not use his talent to play in a manner that was best for the team. Thus, you had a six foot five eleven shooting guard in the days where all of the shooting guards in the NBA were six, six or taller, six, five or taller. And ultimately, that created an element that wasn't what was best for the 76ers because all they had was a bunch of dirt and grit guys around them, and you're not going to win championships. Um, And we saw what happened in the finals against the Lakers. Why they lost 4-1? Kyrie, no, I I don't think they're going to win an NBA championship because I want you to think about this. If Giannis stays on track in the next two to three years, I think he's going to be so dominant that He's going to be good enough to take a team out of the Eastern Conference Finals to uh, to to um to the NBA Finals. I also believe that teams like the Knicks right now, if the Knicks keep having, I know, okay, they didn't make any splashes, they didn't get any big names, but if they nurture and coach up young guys the right way, these young these young men the right way, and tell like tell R.J. Barrett, R.J. Barrett, you don't have to be um. LeBron, like, I think R.J. Barrett's more of a Clyde Drexler-type player, a uh, 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 Ron Harper in his prime before he um sustained all those injuries-type players. And so he, if he slashes and moves without the ball and doesn't try to be ball-dominant and dribble 18 times a possession, I think R.J. Barrett would have a very, very good career. And saying he's a Clyde Drexler is not a downgrade. Clyde Drexler's a top-10 shooting guard of all time. Clyde Drexler? The, in, yeah.
1: Yeah, if he's a Glide Drexler, that's great. Or Ron Harper. Ron Harper won some championships, but Ron Harper ain't no number four pick in the draft. No, I'm talking about Harper before he got hurt.
0: That guy. The yeah. Harper before he got hurt was he was cold, but he sustained um all those all those injuries and ultimately he came became a utility point guard and won some championships with the Bulls and the Lakers. I think he wound up getting what, five championships, right? If not, or or maybe, um, yeah, like five or six chances
1: with the Lakers.
0: Yeah. So, so I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying he's in the mode of those guys, but no, to answer your question, I, I mean, Katie is one of my favorite players ultimately, like you said, when he comes back, but I think the nets jumped the gun. And I'm going to tell you why. So Katie signed a four year contract and that fourth year is a player's option, not a team's option. A player's option. So he's not going to play at all next year. And then he's probably going to come back in the middle. If he comes back at the beginning of the season, that's fine. It's still going to take him probably until an all-star break to get himself back to where he was. Cause I still think he's going to be an all-star level player. And then he's going to have to get playing with Kyrie. Playing with someone in the Olympics is totally different playing with someone in um in an 82 game. NBA regular season, so virtually you're only getting KD a guaranteed year and a half to two years. Um, if he decides to stay, that's fine, but you never know. So I, I just think it's going to be very difficult for the Nets to to win a championship now. If Kyrie changes his mindsets and uses his exceptional abilities to make everyone around him better, i.e., Isaiah Thomas zeke i'm talking about the detroit pistons isaiah thomas i think they do have a chance to win a championship but if you and and just really think about that for a second think about how talented isaiah thomas was and he didn't he wasn't surrounded with a ton of superstars but he made those guys around him so much better and he didn't he didn't alienate people and take people out of the game because he wasn't afraid to get the ball out of his hands so if he plays with that mindset. Kyrie has a chance, but I just don't see it happening. I just think he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a shoot guy first and, and he'll go from there. But no, I don't, I don't think so. Coach E, what you think?
2: Well, I, I agree. I don't think that that combination, and I think that you you made the point, like a friendship formed at the Olympics, you know, like it's not the same thing, you know, you're, it's not the same environment. It's not uh, the same bonuses. Aren't tied to different incentives and contracts and things like that. So, like, what happens when? And and I think one thing is, KD's not coming back to next year, correct? So, Curry, right. he's, Ky- he's, he's he's
0: not playing at all next
2: season. Kyrie's going to have a whole year worth of, a whole year of this is my team. Well, when KD comes back, who's the better player, him or, Ky- or
0: Kyrie? KD. It's not even close.
2: Exactly. So now Kyrie's going to have to take a backseat to somebody else again when he didn't like doing it the first time. Like I said with the Russ and James thing, it sounds good when you talk about it. But when you actually got to, when you're actually in those trenches, things are going bad, what's going to happen then? Now you're tied, you're tied to people and you're tied to this person and you have to live with your decisions. I mean, you know, I, I, I thought personally that KD would have made a decision based upon himself, not based upon friendships or anything like that. I thought he would have made the best decision for him. And I just didn't think the move for Kyrie was the best move. That's just me seeing the player that Kyrie has been over his career. Now, can people change? Sure. People change all the time, but how likely is it at a particular age of a person doing things a particular way all of their life? How 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 much of a chance is it that this person's going to change? But I mean, you know, get, get, <laughs> I guess what I guess that's what these moves were meant to do. I, I, you know, people trying to put themselves in the right position to win. Um, so, question, Mike, I'll throw it to you first. 2020 NBA champion, who you got?
1: Uh, you know I, I got to go with my guy Lebron. I, I got the Lakers right now. I, I'm gonna take the Lakers for sure. I love love what they did. Um, I think that the Bucks didn't really didn't get better. Obviously, the Raptors got a lot worse. <laughs> Sixers are all right. Um, and the Clippers are there. I still don't think the Trail Trailblazers and Jazz and Nuggets are solid teams, but I don't think they have that star power and that depth and that just people that have been there and can do it, like uh, like LeBron obviously has done it. Um, I'm going LeBron. I'm going the Lakers. I I love what they did, and I'll, I'll always I'll always root for LeBron. Um,
0: Josh. What you got? My pick my pick. My picks the Lakers. Also, I think the Lakers have a chance to um, win it all, so I'm picking them to win it all. My pick to come out the East is going to be the Celtics. I'm going to stick with the Celtics. A lot of people think that they're rolled over, but remember, these are this is the same young core that was one game away from beating LeBron to go to the finals. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm gonna stick with the Celtics coming out the East, but. I think he's going to be an old school EA Sports Sega Genesis Lakers <laughs> versus, versus Celtics <laughs> NBA Finals, and I think I think the Lakers are going to the Lakers are going to come out are going to come out on top.
1: Yeah, I got, I got the Sixers coming out of coming out of the East. The Sixers, I mean that's that's a strong pick, and that's I love Giannis. Pick. I love the Bucks. I love Giannis. Oh, Brogden is going to win. Brogden was going to no. win, actually, with Giannis, but. I just think the Sixers match up so well with... Uh, they match up well versus the Bucs right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Until Giannis really develops that jumper. Um, and also the Bucks can develop a more of a team uh, that can really shoot it, put some more shooters around Giannis. I think the Sixers right now are going to give them a lot of problems. But I like the Celtics, and I like Brad Stevens for sure. But what's scary
0: to me is... Is the, I thought it was going to be last year, but is this the year that Ben Simmons turns the corner and turns into a dominant NBA I would, player?
1: I don't think so. And, I don't think so. Uh, I, want to, I love what you that you brought that up because I wanted to say that. Simmons just signed a $170 million con- contract extension. He's a point guard, a two guard, a guard, whatever you want to call him, and he has never made a three-pointer in his NBA career. Is that unbelievable or what?
0: Yeah, that's, that's beyond. And I'm just betting on it. Like, if he turns dominant into the stud that I think he can be, watch out. The 76ers potentially could win an NBA championship. But it's just all about if he's going to be willing to turn the corner, if Embiid's going to be willing to be a paint-dominant post who can shoot and, and, and not get lost. It's just It's just so much. It's so much. That goes with it, but we'll but we'll see, we'll, well see, one last, we'll see. One last question for you guys: uh, Chris
2: Paul is this? He's got apparently OKC's okay, so not going to keep him. Okay, talk about a buyout, and then him signing with the Lakers or uh, him making his way to Miami. I've even heard at some point uh, possible a possible move to Philly. Which one of those moves do you think would be best for Chris Paul right now in his career?
0: Philly. Philly. Philly would be best. They don't need him in LA because and I'm gonna tell you why, because him going to LA, like who are you gonna get rid of? Like if he goes to LA, you're you gonna you gonna get rid of Quinn Cook, you're gonna get rid of um that team on both ends It's gonna have to get out of the way. Philly's side and in on defense. If that makes any sense, because they're so big and imposing on their f- front line, they they can hide the. F- so, I would I would I would go with that. Him going to Philly would be best, and that would give him the best chance um, to really make it to the finals if he was to go to Philly. That would give him the best chance to win an NBA championship. Philadelphia, that's if he decides to buy out because over the next two to three years, he's supposed to be making astronomical numbers. So that's gonna be very difficult yeah. for him not to take those checks.
1: It's gonna be it's gonna be very, very interesting because there was some talk. Like obviously Chris Paul's one of the high higher guys up in the players union, and he was one of the guys that really pushed for this ten year ten year veteran supermax deal, which He ended up signing it, and now it's looking like that deal is, he's extremely overpaid, but he was one of the guys that really pushed for this to be passed, and he ended up getting this deal, and so now is he going to sit there? I don't know how the buyouts work, but is he going to sit there and accept a buyout and take less money than... He's guaranteed, so that's that's like you said. That's going to be extremely interesting. But like what you said, uh, I 100 percent think the Sixers have place right for him because right now, at his stage of his career, hey Mike, Micah.
0: Got a, little,
1: got a little muffled there, Michael. Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, I I think the biggest asset he has in his career right now is uh, his leadership ability and his locker room ability. And uh, the Sixers are a young team right now. Still, still a young team. And uh, I think he can help them the best. And like what Coach Daly said, um, the uh, – he don't really fit in with the Lakers. I'm sure he'd love to go to L.A. and play with LeBron, but that's not the best fit for sure. And then Miami, he can go there and be an impact player, but that's not going to put them in contention to win it for sure. No, no, not at all.
2: Not at all. I do think he'll he'll put Philly over the top um, if he were to go there. <laughs> but um, fellas, <laughs> I think we've talked all our time up. <laughs> Do we want to get into the topic or we want to save it for next week?
0: I mean, I know we were going to talk about um, why don't why aren't basketball coaches at the high school level as willing to um, exchange film like football coaches. Um, I guess we can we can we can we can we can hold that for the next show. I mean, we, we I think we, we, we made some great points and it was pretty interesting to hear everyone's point of view and we can just hold that for the next show and go from there.
2: Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. We'll do that. So
0: uh, we'll start with Micah.
2: Your shout outs.
1: Yeah. I would say shout out to you guys. All awesome to be on, as always. Shout out to my beautiful wife and my beautiful baby daughter Mia. Um, but I do want to give one more shout out. Uh, so me, so you know, I got a baby daughter, and um, she's going to be a future tennis star. We've already decided. So. Uh, <laughs> We've been watching a little bit of the of Wimbledon, and I was watching the uh, the men's finals today. And I, I was rooting for Roger Federer. I mean, I'm not a huge tennis fan, but I've started to watch it a little more. And I was reading up on him. He's 37 years old. He's won the most Grand Slams of any player in history. And he was he was the number one ranked player in 2004. And he is still competing at the highest level yep. now 15 years later. And he lost in a unbelievable finals today to Jokovic. Uh, but I was just like blown away on uh, um, this guy's been one of the top players in the world for 15 years consecutively. So that, that's impressive. And I'm a, like, like we talk about LeBron, I mean, I'm a fan of greatness and, uh, He's definitely one of the he's the, he's the greatest tennis player of all time. To be able to hold that uh to be able to be at that level for that long is crazy. So shout out to him for sure.
0: Josh, what you got? Yeah, um same start on like Mike shout out to my wife and my beautiful wife and my three sons. My oldest son, Talon, has had me ripping and running up and down the road. He's getting older, so this little travel ball thing is getting a little bit more demanding than it was in the past. Um, they had a good showing at AAU Nationals. They just did Junior Peach State down in um, Augusta with all the Peach Jam the PJ Invitational. So we were able to play against some younger um, Nike sponsors' team and come to teams, and, and we actually came out with some wins. So it's it's been fun watching the development of those young guys. Uh, the point I want to close the closing point I would like to make Parents, be careful who you let coach your kids, especially at a young age. They're very impressionable. They're very, they're very easy to be molded. So you have to make sure you got people that actually care about the total well-being of your child, not someone that's just trying to coach basketball or look for a quick fix or a break for themselves. So be extremely careful with that. And that's what I got, man. Shout out to our listeners. Uh, had a guy walk up to me and coach English the other day and kind of gave me goosebumps. He's like, man, I'm a real fan of the show and talked about how he couldn't wait to see coach English riding this on um, Ford fusion one day. And <laughs> so it was, you know, it was, it was, it was really cool, really cool to have that. So um, shout out to all the listeners. We're going to keep trying to give y'all a good product that, that not only can be entertaining and listen to, listen to, but hopefully spark your interest and help you out. And that's what I got. Coach E, what you got? yeah
2: man uh shouts out to my kids man they've been riding the road with me all summer um so shouts out to them they finally get to rest this week we don't have nothing on the slate so <clears throat> i know they're gonna enjoy that um shouts out to my boys up with stars pd 16 you did a great job this weekend couple kids got some interest so definitely happy for that and um Definitely thankful for the listeners. Uh, also got a text message from John Combs, uh, who referenced the fact that we say Coach Sav being uh, tropical smoothie all the time, and he said when he was a tropical smoothie, who else walked in but Christian Savage? So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm shouts out to our listeners, man. Definitely, definitely, we we couldn't do the show without you guys. Um, we're coming up on two years of doing the show. Which I don't think we ever thought we'd get to, but in a couple of months we would hit two years. And we're just happy you guys are still rocking with us. So don't forget, if you want to follow us, you can follow us at the Staley and English Show on all social media platforms. You can email us at the Staley and English Show at gmail.com. And as always, as always, keep God first, everything else to follow.
0: Peace. Peace. Yeah. All right, guys.
1: All right. Good to be back. Ha, 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 ha.
0: help you
2: play the relationship status podcast
0: playing the relationship status podcast you know I I would ask him
2: like what are you doing you know where are you going with this what are you trying and he really didn't have like a real answer okay so I didn't feel like we were gonna be compatible well later on down the line
0: I think that goes back to something I've, I've often heard and think myself that men date women thinking they're never going to change and women date men thinking that they are thinking that they can change them
2: Relationship Status new episode every Monday at 12 noon on Defy Life Network